This podcast is part of the National Archives Voices of the Armistice campaign, commemorating 90 years since the end of the First World War. Hear more voices at nationalarchives.gov.uk forward slash armistice. My name is William Spencer. I'm the Principal Military Specialist at the National Archives at Kew. CO 873-547. Colonial Office Records for Way High Way. This particular file records the armistice celebrations in Way High Way at the end of the First World War. Way Hey Way Government Gazette Extraordinary. Government Notification. The following telegram from the Secretary of State for the Colonies to His Honour the Commissioner is published for general information. By command, D.B. Walker, Senior District Officer, Government Offices, Port Edward. Telegram. November the 11th. An armistice with Germany was signed at 5am this morning. Long. Message from the King, thanking the Navy for its hard work during the war. Received by Way Highway, Naval Depot, 14th November, 1918. Now that the last and most formidable of our enemies has acknowledged the triumph of Allied arms on behalf of right and justice... I wish to express my praise and thankfulness to the officers, men and women of the Royal Navy and Marines, with their comrades of Fleet Auxiliaries and Mercantile Marine, who for more than four years have kept open the seas, protected our shores and given us safety since that fateful 4th of August 1914. I have remained steadfast in my confidence that whether fortune frowned or smiled on the British Navy, it would once more prove the sure shield of the British Empire in its hour of trial. Never in its history has the Royal Navy, with God's help, done greater things for us, nor better sustained its old glories and chivalry of the seas. With full and grateful heart, peoples of the British Empire salute white, red and blue ensigns, and all those who have given their lives for the flag. I am proud to have served in the Navy. I am prouder still to be its head on this memorable day. Message from the King announcing the first two-minute silence to celebrate the first anniversary of Armistice in November 1919. To all my people, Tuesday next, the 11th of November, is the first anniversary of the Armistice which stayed the worldwide carnage of the four preceding years and marked the victory of right and freedom. I believe that my people in every part of the Empire fervently wish to perpetuate the memory of that great deliverance and of those who laid down their lives to achieve it. To afford an opportunity for the universal expression of this feeling, it is my desire and hope that at the hour when the armistice came into force, that is, the eleventh hour of the eleventh day of the eleventh month, there may be, for a brief space of two minutes, a complete suspension of all our normal activities. During that time, except in the rare cases where this may be impracticable, all work, all sound and all locomotion should cease so that in perfect stillness the thoughts of everyone may be concentrated on reverent remembrance of the glorious dead. No elaborate organisation appears to be necessary. At a given signal, which can be easily arranged to suit the circumstances of each locality, I believe that we shall all gladly interrupt our business and pleasure, whatever they may be, and unite in this simple service of silence and remembrance. 
George R.I. Message from the Secretary of State for Colonies announcing the unveiling of the Cenotaph and Tomb of Unknown Soldier for the second anniversary of Armistice, received on 4 November 1920. It has been decided that on Thursday the 11th of November, being the second anniversary of Armistice, the Cenotaph in Whitehall shall be unveiled by His Majesty the King, and that, as part of that day, there shall be buried in Westminster Abbey an unknown British warrior, whose body shall be taken from amongst those buried in France. Every precaution will be taken to prevent his identity from being known. Coffin will be brought to Cenotaph, where it will be met by the King, attended by representatives of the whole of the Empire. There will be a short service at the Cenotaph, consisting of the singing of the hymn O God, Our Help in Ages Past, and the Lord's Prayer. This service will be so timed that the unveiling of the Cenotaph will take place at 11am exactly, after which there will be two minutes silence, followed by the last post. Reeds will then be laid by His Majesty, the Prime Minister, and representatives of the Empire. Funeral procession will then proceed to the Abbey, where the funeral service will take place, the body being buried in a grave in the nave of the Abbey. It is proposed that, just as last year, there should be, during the two-minute silence, complete suspension of all normal business, work and locomotion throughout the United Kingdom, so that the thoughts of all may be concentrated on reverent remembrance of the glorious dead. This podcast is a recording of extracts taken from records at the National Archives and is a copyright of the Crown. 